The wellness world can feel overwhelming, but it doesn't need to be. Whether you're new to natural health or know the ins and outs, join HealthPost as we uncover the latest wellness trends, ingredients worth trying, and surprising insights to help you choose well. Are functional mushrooms the new coffee? You've likely heard about these weird and wonderful shrooms. Reishi, lion's mane, chaga and turkey tail. But what makes them functional? Let's unpack their nourishing nature so you can find out which one might be best for you, the amazing compounds they have, and also our personal favourites. But first, Rebecca, what are you drinking there? It looks rather delicious. Oh, it is delicious, actually. So today I'm drinking Flow State Mushroom Powder. It's a mixture of reishi, chaga, lion's mane, and cordyceps. Wow. It is amazing. I love it. So you got me onto this. Thank you for that. You are so welcome. And you did put it forward as a contender for one of the best tasting supplements. And I stand by that. And (laughs) when I first tasted it, I was like, um, okay, Callan. (laughs) But now. Actually, I have, it's grown on me. The taste has definitely grown on me. I look forward to having it. But when you first taste it, I mean, if someone's told you it's delicious, maybe yeah, maybe <laughs> the let down. <laughs> maybe the bar is set a little high. Yeah, but it is so it's sort of like almost like a black tea, a little mm. bit miso-y almost. Like it's, yeah, I think that's the cordyceps because cordyceps is sort of like nutty, savory yeast kind of flavor. Yeah, so that's true. It's got like and it's got a slight bitter finish. Yes, but it's very mild bitter finish. Definitely grown on me to the point where I really look forward to having it, and yes. I drink it with just water. Yeah, and I think maybe as naturopaths, we have a different relationship with tastes and flavors than maybe your average person, because mm. I think we start to attribute how it tastes with how it's going to make you feel. So, oh, yeah. with Flow State, I can vouch for the fact that it makes you feel pretty awesome. Oh yeah, and that to me makes it delicious. Yeah. It could taste like anything. It's delicious. That's exactly <laughs> it. You've hit the nail on the head. When I take it, I feel like I'm focused. I feel very vivacious. Oh. Yeah. So I it's good for a for podcast you. sesh. Yes. yes. Vivacious. Oh, there's a bit of pressure now to be vivac- yeah, you vivacious. Better, you better be vivacious now. <laughs> mood is good. Mm. Buoyant mood, happy, not worried about stuff, mm. just feeling nice and cool and calm. Yeah. So, yeah, it's awesome. I love it. Epic. So we'll put the link to that in the notes as well. And yeah. So I highly recommend it. We're giving it to everybody to taste in the office as well because we love it. It's definitely an acquired taste that I'm really enjoying. You are acquiring the taste. <laughs> <laughs> so with functional mushrooms, there are so many. Um, should we talk about what they actually are? Yeah. So <laughs> they're different to your standard like field button mushroom. Yeah, you're they, uh, not going to find them in a supermarket. We can sometimes find like a dried shiitake, oh, but it's okay. going to be like a, a culinary kind of. Yes, I was thinking more like a, lion's mane reishi, ooh, yeah. those kind of guys. Imagine those in the supermarket. I mean, they'd be great. Gorgeous. So they are called functional mushrooms because they have all these amazing compounds in them and they have all these amazing health supporting effects. So sometimes the most tricky part is actually choosing one. Because they all sound so great. And that's where a blend can come in really oh, handy. Yes. I think the blend is the blends are a great way to go, aren't they? And we've got so many blends. So many blends. So we've got uh, a great we'll put a link to all our blends. Yeah. <laughs> all our blends and recipes that can help you out with how to use them and how to make them taste delicious if you're still acquiring the taste. Mm. 
Exactly. There are lots of different functional mushrooms, lion's mane, turkey tail, tremella, shiitake, maitake. Reishi, chaga. Cordyceps. But yeah, some things that they all have in common are they're generally all high in antioxidants, which mean mm. they're going to, at a cellular level, give your body support in fighting free radical damage. And that has a trickle-down effect to general well-being. So it's suitable for everyday use if it's something mm. that is compatible with you. It's typically not recommended for somebody who is pregnant or breastfeeding just because we don't have the safety data as on yet. that yet. They have a lot of things in common, like they've got these amazing polysaccharides, which are basically prebiotics. So they are food for your good bacteria in your gut. And as we know, the probiotics in our gut are so good for our overall health, like probiotics. How do I love thee? Let me count the ways. Mm, the gut-brain connection. <laughs> oh, yeah, definitely. So you're talking about like happy cells, really healthy inflammatory pathways, obviously your gut health your mood, so many different things. So the prebiotics in functional mushrooms really feed and help those probiotics thrive. And so that's something that all of them have in common. So regardless of what you choose, you're going to get that amazing benefit. And one thing around when you're choosing the form of uh, your functional mushroom, a powder is really great if you're looking for the gut benefits because mm. it's got all those polysaccharides in the powders like I've just had. So my probiotics are going to be very happy with me. Yes. And they're going to thank me and I'm going to say, you are welcome. And beta-glucanes. So you've probably heard about beta-glucanes being amazing for immune function. So that's another thing that most if not all functional mushrooms, have in common. They're amazing for balanced immune pathways as well as a resistance to ills and chills, etc. And Callan talked about all the antioxidants. The antioxidants in them are pretty incredible. Some of them have commonalities with certain phytonutrients and, you know, some of those amazing compounds we find in plants. And fungi are pretty amazing little organisms as well because mm. they're not, not a plant, but also not an animal. Yes, they they're kind exist of, in that little in-between, don't they? They're in-betweeners. In-betweeners. Yeah. They're quite amazing. Like, And they digest their food before they eat it. Yeah. So when they're on a rotting log, which most of them prefer, like, wood that's rotting in some way. That's love what they're a into. good rotting log. Yeah, they love it. They're right into it. <laughs> they secrete these enzymes that digest the wood, and then they eat the wood. Mm. So they're, like, digesting their food outside of their body. And the other thing is with functional mushrooms, you see the fruiting body, the, the beautiful, like, say, a lion's man. If you have a look at lion's man, so we've got some images of some of them are absolutely beautiful, like the tremella, the turkey tail, mm. the lion's mane. They're so pretty. They are on some of the blogs we've got, which we'll link down below as well. Chaga does look a little bit like charcoal, and it's not as cute as the others, but it is pretty amazing in itself too. It's full of amazing antioxidants and that colour mm. is part of what gives it all its amazing antioxidants. Yeah, actually um, chaga was the first functional mushroom that I tried. Ah. It was actually at a time where I was looking for a coffee alternative ah, and yes. maybe because of the colour, maybe because of how it was, the specific one was advertised to me, I went for chaga and this was years and years and years ago. Mm. Um, but I did notice that it gave me the same kind of boost but in a very measured, tempered way mm. and without the crash oh. as a coffee. Interesting. And maybe in a psychological way because it is also the same colour as a coffee, ah. it satisfied that desire to have one. And how did it taste? How did it taste? It tasted 
kind of earthy, kind of like a tea, like a black tea. Mm. Not un- I didn't find it unpleasant. Yeah. It does have a bit of finish. And yeah. I think actually in the flow state, chaga could be what gives it that bit of that, finish. That bit of finish and also the colour. The dark. Yeah. yeah the lovely, because it look, does look like black tea, doesn't it? It does, yeah. They all have quite different flavours. Like some of them do have quite a bit of finish. Some of them are nutty, like cordyceps. It's quite a nutty taste, a little bit like savoury yeast. Mm. I've never tasted one I didn't like. But in saying that, I'm a herbalist, so I'm pretty open to all tastes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> some of them are blended into things. Like they they work really well with cacao and coffee just because of the way you take them. And the taste just tends to blend really well. We've got some really nicely blended flavoured ones. So sometimes that's a great place to start as well. There are also your capsules and your tinctures as well. So there's lots of different ways to take them depending on what you're into. And if you're going for a powder... They're also heat stable, which makes them super mm. versatile for how you want to use them. For example, I've used them in soups before, and I know we have a lovely soup recipe, if mm. not more than one, up on our website. Mm. They're also suitable to be put into baking. There was mention yes. of a raspberry slice, was it? Raspberry shroom slice. Raspberry shroom slice. And also a chai latte with functional mushrooms. Get on one in of my belly. A, yeah, one of Lena's recipes on our wellness hub. So feel Sounds free to check delicious. that out. I think we're going to need to make that. And then, of course, because the flavours are quite, you know, if you're having it on its own, it has a taste. But mm. if you add it to a smoothie or, as Rebecca said, a coffee or a cacao, it blends in pretty seamlessly and you don't notice the flavour at all. Yeah. Like we've mentioned before, sometimes the trickiest part about functional mushrooms is just choosing one. Mm-hmm. So should we chat about a few of them and a few of our favorite ones and what, how they support our health? Yeah. Um, we have a couple of blogs about functional mushrooms too, which make it easier to choose. Yes. I worked really hard on those. Yeah. <laughs> it took a lot of work. So definitely check those out. And I think something to highlight with how hard you worked on those blogs, Rebecca, is maybe pointing out that... At this stage, there isn't a ton of scientific data for how exactly functional mushrooms work. Is that fair to say? Yeah. I think most of the research is around the immune support. Mm. And there's heaps of really compelling research on that. Yeah. And the different compounds that those mushrooms have, like reishi has, it's called lucidone or LUC, and that works on balancing immune pathways. It can also work on your liver function, blood pressure and blood sugars, which is really interesting too. Yeah, but there's also this rich traditional history of use. So like reishi, for example, has a traditional use for its calming properties. Exactly. Yeah. Reishi for relaxation. Reishi for relaxation. It's a great option as a pre-bed tonic. Yes. Yes. And it's roundish. Yeah. It's a roundish little mushroom. It's roundish and it's for relaxation. Round reishi for yes. relaxation. Yes. So with function mushrooms, in the West, as we call it, <laughs> which is all relative, right, we've only just cottoned on to these. So when I first graduated, we did have like reishi, shiitake, and maitake, and they were for immune function support. But that was kind of it. They've only really kind of come into vogue and had their moment in the last how long would you say, Helen? Ten years? Max? I was going to say five. Yeah. But yeah. Maybe five to ten. I feel like it's been increasing in popularity. Totally. So maybe I just noticed it five years ago, but maybe they've been bubbling away in the background before yeah. that. <laughs> and they, I think they'll just keep increasing in popularity as more and more people try them and yeah. get their friends onto them. And, you know, just yeah. it's just a, one of those things. Because they occupy quite an interesting niche in terms of maybe you don't want to take a supplement per se. Mm. 
maybe you're more into functional foods, maybe you yeah. want to, you know, nourish yourself through your diet more so, these functional mushrooms sort of occupy an area where they achieve both. Yeah, it's like a whole food kind of supplement hybrid yeah, in a way. Exactly. And you kind of I mean, they produce all these amazing compounds and we're just taking advantage of a gift from nature, you know. <laughs> Thank you, Mother Nature. We love you. <laughs> yeah, and it's so amazing that we've got these. One functional mushroom that doesn't, I don't feel like it's had its moment yet, is tremella. Mm. So one cool thing about it is it actually grows in New Zealand too. And it's one Ooh. of those gorgeous ones. I, I kind of think of it as the glamour mushroom because yes. it looks gorgeous and it's full of hyaluronic acid, which is great for your skin. So it's beautiful and oh, beautifying. Yeah, exactly. I really want to find some tremella in the forest when I'm walking. So it can be really great for people that don't want to take collagen too. It's kind of like your vegan vegetarian option because oh, of all that hyaluronic handy. acid. Yeah, that's really good to know. So hyaluronic acid, they say it's hydrophilic. So basically it loves water. It attracts water and it can attract up to a thousand times its weight, which sounds mind-blowing. Have a look. We've got a lovely picture of it. So have a look on, on our blogs. Beautiful tremella. And we've talked a little bit about hyaluronic acid in our collagen episode, but just yeah. to recap, it's basically a, a molecule that retains water and mm. in the case of collagen or the case of tremella, it would help with plumping your skin. Mm. And your joints. And your joints. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Joint comfort. So cordyceps is one that definitely has had its moment recently. Yes. And I think a lot of it's to do with The Last of Us, which is a computer game and a show on HBO. Ah, um, I have heard of this, yes. Yes, and so don't worry, that's not actually, for anyone that's seen it, that's not actually what cordyceps does. <laughs> <laughs> don't freak out, it's okay. <laughs> it's a little bit funny. So basically, it's the energy mushroom. That's how I remember it. And it's got a long history of traditional use. So it is a little bit freaky in that it does grow on the body of a caterpillar. Don't worry, anything we have is grown in a growing medium. I took it after I was, I had an ill and chill mm -hmm. that we won't mention. Oh. You know what I mean. <laughs> I can read between the lines on that one. <laughs> and uh, the full dose was nine a day, which is a lot. To that take. is a lot, yeah. I only took three and I found myself feeling nice and full of energy. Wow. Physical energy. Would you say that it decreased your recovery time? I don't think I'd go that far because okay. I was already well past my ills and chills. It was more that I was still feeling quite sluggish I weeks gotcha. later. So it helped yeah. lift the fatigue and give you a bit yeah, more totally. stamina and a bit more energy. Yeah, and I hesitated to take anything to do with immune support around that because there isn't much research around it and who knows what's going to happen. So I tend to shy away from that kind of stuff. But yeah, the energy of it is amazing. That's also traditionally used for libido oh. and sexual performance for male and female. Yeah, which is really interesting. And it is definitely endangered in the wild. So wild harvested is definitely not the way to go. And we don't offer that. And that's on caterpillars anyway. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. So maybe Poor little caterpillars. leave the caterpillars alone. Oh, yeah, we do. I, I mean, I don't know of any that are available. Wild harvested, but if you see it, don't don't go there. Mm. Chaga, we talked about how it's not as cute, but it's full of antioxidants. It's mm. it's got a huge ORAC rating, and ORAC is like the gold standard for rating how many antioxidants are in different foods and yeah. plants, etc. And awesome. it's ORAC is off the charts. That's why it's black, I think. 
Yeah. So rich in all of those compounds. So dense with antioxidants. Yeah, it's an all-rounder, I think. Yeah. You'd call chaga an all-rounder and a great coffee alternative. Yeah, I, I definitely found that. It made me feel pretty awesome. Good for your gut. Yes. Great for your gut. Very good for your gut. Good for your skin as well. Oh, yes. Yeah. So, yeah, and, and that's the other thing, soft aging. Mm. With all those antioxidants, the love it gives to your probiotics and your gut, it's great for looking if you're wanting to optimize the aging process and you're looking to have some nice gentle aging. Yes. So turkey tail is another one that's quite pretty. It's yeah, gorgeous. it is, isn't it? And it's got a really well-researched compound called PSK or polysaccharide K, and it's all about cell health. It's actually used within conventional medical practice in, like, Japan and Korea, etc. We haven't cottoned onto it. We were only just getting into it, but there's so much research on it. It's pretty amazing. Shiitake is another one that has a compound called lentinin, and that's for healthy cell growth as well. So similar on the same vein as your turkey tail. Mm. Shiitake and maitake are ones that I actually don't know a ton about. I feel like, I know shiitake has sort of had its time in the sun. Mm. I feel like has maitake had a lot no, of attention? it's coming. It's up and coming. It's coming. Yeah. Yeah. So they're really great. I mean, they're most known for their immune support, mm. I think. And maitake is actually called the dancing mushroom in Japanese. Oh, that's so cute. And they say it's because people dance when they find it growing in the wild, which is just <laughs> adorable. <laughs> That is adorable. And it's kind of an all-rounder. So there's been studies on oxidation in skin cells and skin aging, like specific studies on maitake for that, uh-huh. which is cool, which makes sense because of all those antioxidants, which we talked about. Already. Yes. It's also got something called MMP, maitake mushroom polysaccharides. Sounds like a gut-loving ingredient. Mm, yeah. And so there's potential for blood sugar support. There's potential for immune support, balanced immune pathways, which yeah. is really great for our happy cells. So that's, all, you know, over our whole bodies. So it's kind of an all-rounder, which is quite nice. Mm, cool to balance the blood sugar. It's nice when mm. things help us out with that. Blood sugar balance ties into so many different outcomes. It really does. Yeah. It's a great foundation for health, isn't it? That's a topic for another day. <laughs> <laughs> we could go on about that. So tell me about some more mushrooms that you've tried. Yeah, so some mushrooms that I've had experience with in the past. I've tried reishi out before, obviously, for mm-hmm. relaxation. Mm-hmm. Found that really lovely. I've always had a pretty robust immune system, so mm-hmm. I haven't sought mushrooms out for that quality specifically. Mm-hmm. But in terms of managing stress and managing mood, that is something that's been a focus for me. Mm-hmm. So reishi was a was a natural one that I would gravitate towards. I'm also always looking to support my focus, in which case lion's mane is oh, another yes. favourite. Same, um, actually. I yeah. think it might be my favourite. I, I would love to ride so. the lion. Yeah, and, and lion's mane in terms of flavour, if you get it by itself, it's a little more, I would say, astringent. Have you tried it by itself? He's got, uh, I think I have tasted it, yes. Yeah. It does have like a little astringent finish. Yeah, and in terms of its color, it's a little on like sort of a pale brown and it's sort of a weaker flavor than if you were to have it in a blend. Yeah, it's nice and mild. It is mild, yeah. But with Lion's Mane, it's a really tangible boost to your ability to focus, for me at least. Yeah. Yeah, I really notice a difference. I was diagnosed ADHD in my early 20s and so that's, what 
often drives me to reach for things that enhance my capacity for focus. And I found Lion's Mane really helped support my ability to focus on tasks and not get distracted so easily. I don't know, just like engage with the world in a bit more of a meaningful Mm. way and boosts energy as well for me. If I had to choose a favorite, if I had to make the awful decision of only (laughs) having one mushroom again for the rest of my life, I I have to say, I think it might be Lion's Mane. Yeah, I'm a fan. Just works for me. Yeah. It's beautiful too. It's like a white lion's mane. It is. It is actually. it's, it's, It's one of the pretty ones. Yes, like Tremella. It's a glamour mushroom. Yes. <laughs> the glamour for your brain. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Nervous Glamorous system brain. glamour. Yeah. Reishi. I feel, like, I feel like Reishi has definitely had its yeah, moment. She's, relaxing she's been pretty popular. Yeah, yeah. I think as more people try it, more yeah. people hear about it. Mm. They get right into it. She's sort of like thought, even, even me saying she, <laughs> she's sort of thought of as like a goddess mushroom, I've read. Oh, yeah. Yes. Got sort oh, of like, that. like divine feminine qualities to yeah. it. Yeah. Didn't they say that she's like the queen of the chessboard yes. or something? She yes. can go everywhere. She's like the all rounder. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, the thing about the functional mushrooms is they all have multiple supportive functions. So, Whatever you choose, it's going to be great. It's going to be great for your gut. It's going to be great for your immune system. It's full of antioxidants, so your cells are going to be happy all around. Mm. Like we mentioned, a powder is great for the gut. Capsules, if you prefer that, if it's easier. Tincture, again, if that's easier. We also mentioned they're really great in drinks. They just work so well in a hot drink. Yeah, they Um, really do. Although I do find it makes me drink my hot drinks way faster. (laughs) Makes it more (laughs) moorish. I guzzle them down. (laughs) Just want to get all that functional mushroom in me. Yep, I I love Lion's Mane. I mean, I love them all. Cordyceps is amazing as well for Mm. energy. I mean, every single functional mushroom that I've tried, I'm I'm into. Mm. So I think when it comes to choosing one, maybe it depends. I mean, it always depends on your goals. Like, Mm. what are you after? If you want to relax specifically, Mm. maybe you'd go for reishi. Yeah. If you want immune enhancing properties specifically, you're gonna yeah you're gonna hit that (laughs) with. Literally any mushroom you choose. If you're after focus, the old lion's focusing mane. qualities, then lion's mane is probably the one for you. Yeah, but and mood and I find mood. Mood, lion's mane and mood's great too. I happy think, mood. Yeah, definitely happy mood. I would say. Oh gosh, I mean they all they all make me pretty happy. Oh yeah. So when we we sometimes refer to functional mushrooms affectionately as shrooms. Mm. But we just want to maybe make a disclaimer that we're talking about functional mushrooms, not their psilocybin-containing cousins, the old magic mushrooms. Yes, um, the different which kinds are really of interesting as well. They've got some really interesting research on microdosing for mental health, which is really cool. And as more information comes out, we'll be watching that space, which is pretty cool. It's not really our department, so we probably won't go any further into that. Mm. <laughs> but I think it's good to know that. While psilocybin is being investigated for its mental health support, these functional mushrooms also provide support to those kind of areas. So mm-hmm. you don't have to go on some mystical journey. You can just grab a nice flow state four blend. One thing I like about this, our favorite functional mushroom flow state four blend, is it's got 80 doses in it. Yeah, it's, it's really, amazing. really good value for money, actually. Only half a teaspoon. Yeah. A little goes a long way. Yeah. 
which is great. Yeah, I so would I would say the same with all the mushroom powders because mm. often the dose is only half a teaspoon. Yeah, or even quarter of a teaspoon, some of them. Yeah. You don't need much. Yeah. It goes a long way. Exactly. And I think yeah. if you're new to taking functional mushrooms as well, it is a good idea to start dosing on the lower side. Just yeah. see how it suits you. You might not even need the full dose. Yeah, exactly. You even may, more cost effective. <laughs> yeah. You may experience benefits from half. So just yeah. give it an experiment. See what works for you. So thanks for listening today. I hope you learned something. We've had a lot of fun talking about functional mushrooms and what they have in common, what makes them distinct. So whether you have experience with mushrooms or you're thinking about getting into them for the first time, I hope that you have learned something. Yeah, we'd love to hear what you think as well. So please feel free to leave a review. We would love that. Yes. We'll read them. Give us a follow and also follow us on social if you haven't already because there's all sorts of gold on there. And feel free to share this if you know someone that might be interested in riding the lion. <laughs> riding the lion. If you have a health goal you'd like support with, please consult a health professional. Choose Well is not intended to be health advice and the views expressed on this podcast are our own.